Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at BoxingBear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at TheCookieBarnWaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has a scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at WinchesterRanchBeardCo.com. Once again, WinchesterRanchBeardCo.com. Welcome back to the Lifetimes Podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. Um, hey, I'm I'm doing this from a, from a new location. I have a new podcast studio location. And uh, you know, I'm pretty excited for this for it, you know, for the space here, so it's pretty cool. Um, but the thing is, is I'm surrounded by windows. And uh, you know, when you're recording it, you, you can only <laughs> go certain places because you can see the lights in the background that's how it is uh, all that's a side note but the point is, is it's windows well just now i was staring out the window as i was setting up i already pushed play and uh there was a car uh, a white i don't know white jeep 
But it was backing up, pulling forward, backing up, pulling forward, backing up, pulling forward. And it was like doing it in a weird manner. Like something was wrong with the car and it kept squeaking the tires. It's like it wouldn't go forward. Then it's kind of like it wouldn't go in reverse. Uh, and I, I found it to be kind of funny. So I started recording it. And then uh, a crackhead gets out. I'm staring out the window recording. He makes direct eye contact with me. At least I think he does. Uh, there's a little covering over the window, so I'm not sure if he could see me. Uh, be- anyway, so I was recording him, uh, and he walks off. Well, like five minutes later, the cops pull up behind this vehicle, three of them, and so like they're inspecting it and they're like checking it out with the, you know, with their with their lights. Though it's daylight outside, so it's kind of weird. And um, I don't know. I walk over. You know me, local crime fighter. That's what that's what I am. Just a uh, local vigilante uh, fighting crime, one one crime at a time. So I walk over. I'm like, uh, can I help you, gentlemen? You know, that's what I said because this is my, my town. And uh, they're like, yeah, man, um, we're just <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna stick with that's how it went. And so he's like, yeah, this there was a hit and run. And I said, well, what do you? I recorded. I was recording this guy uh, because of the way he was parking. He was er- erratically parking, is what I said. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's a thing, but that, that I felt like this is what he was doing. And uh, he's like, now there's a hit and run so that whoever's in this vehicle, he drove off or he ran off. Well, I watched him. I recorded him. So I know the way he went. I know what he looks like. And so I was like, well, I have video. Of, I mean, do you know who the guy is? They're like, no. And I'm like, well, I got this video. Do you want it? And, uh, he's like, now nah, we're good. <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay, sounds cool, man. Glad I could help crack the case. So, you know, I basically it's like, I'm a vigilante, uh, crime fighter here. Uh, got another one down, another one down. Uh, so where I live, it decided to snow and, uh, you know, it's been snowing the last, how often's it been snowing? I don't know, two days. And I, I personally love the snow. I love the snow just because I just love it. Like, I like it when it's cold outside, but I really like it when it's snowy and cold. I think kids do, too. It's fun to go play in. And uh, it's it. I see people posting on Facebook like, I hate this weather. This is the worst weather. No, is it really? Like, two days? No, quit being dumb. I, I mean, when people say that, it bothers me. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I like the weather. So I drove around all night long. And it reminded me, I don't know if I've ever told this story and I don't know how, I mean, I got a podcast of all the stories I've told and it's even snowed since then. Um, well, here we go. In 2008, I had this Jeep. I don't know. This was either 2008, 2009. I had a four door Jeep. It was a 2007. It was the first year that made four door Jeeps. Side note to anybody that's looking for that Jeep and knowledge. I just gave it to you. You're, you're welcome Jeep for all this Jeep and knowledge I'm throwing out there. So, um, I never had a four-wheel drive. So the first day I got this thing, like the day one that I got this vehicle, I uh, drove through mom and dad's pond. I mean, because <laughs> it was a Jeep. I saw. I, I think I saw people do that. That was the thing that you should do when you get Jeeps. So I did. I drove right through the middle of their pond. I had the outer edge of the pond. I don't know, came up three, four feet, made it through. It was fine. Point is, is I'm, I'm, a, I'm a road captain is what I'm saying. So it was snowing in 2009. And when 
I don't know, it was pretty thick. Roads were slick. People were were wrecking everywhere. You know, when the snow falls and, and it continuously falls, uh, you're usually okay because there's some traction provided by the snow. But whenever that freezes over and it becomes ice, that's, that's when things uh, get a little scary, when it's just straight ice. So there were cars everywhere. Well, I had a Jeep. So I was passing people in the center median. Like, that's, that's what I was doing. Passing them on the highway, Highway 412, for anybody that knows, it's outside of Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was on Highway 412, passing people in the center, uh, in the grass, like in between the four, you know, two lanes eastbound, two lanes westbound. And uh, all day long I was doing it. And so my wife was with me, and I would dive off in the grass and pass people in the grass, and I would run, ramp back up on the highway, you know, because I had a jeep. That's what you're supposed to do when you're a pro, when you're when you're a road captain. So I called myself a road captain. Um, I call myself a road captain probably a hundred times, <laughs> and so I I was just wearing it out. For those of you that know me, uh, sometimes I'll get I'll get hooked on a word or like a phrase, and I will just run that so far into the ground, and that's what I was doing. I mean, like, all the way. So, but I'm road captain now, right? This is the thing I got to do. So, anyway, uh, that night, there was another wreck on the highway. Traffic was backed up for probably two miles, and I just needed to get to the very next exit. If I could just get – I I sat in tra- uh, traffic for quite a little bit. I probably had a half mile to go to get to my exit, and I could bypass – the traffic was endless as far as I could see, and I could bypass it in a half mile. So, you know, I'm a road captain. So I, um, you know, I dove off on the side of the road. Uh, my, my, my driver's side tires were on the shoulder. My passenger tires was on a downhill uh, grassy part, but remember, it was ice. Two things that happened when ice and snow hit. Uh, if there's some kind of ditch... Um, and if it's freezing outside and the water freezes and the snow falls on it, um, it can make the ditch look like it's the ground because it's snow covered and you, you don't know the difference. Well, as I was, I was driving forward, uh, I also was sliding downward. So, uh, I was so close to the exit, but here's what happened when, when I totally slid off the road, by the way, and I was passing people. Uh, who were honking at me when I was passing them on the side. So they already weren't happy. So when I went off the side of the ditch and hit the bottom of it, my vehicle flipped over. Um, It didn't flip over. It was sideways, but it was just enough to where you could open the passenger door. Probably not the best thing to do, just in case it fell all the way over, but, you know, we were kids. So uh, we (laughs) we weren't that young. So we opened that door and she jumped my wife jumped out first well when she did the same ditch that caused us to turn over sideways uh she stepped right through the ice and i don't know it's probably 15 degrees outside and now she we have wrecked uh she didn't have lots of clothes uh like heavy coats or anything and she just stepped off on about three foot of water so now she's freezing She's mad because I, I when I passed everybody, I was calling myself the road captain. Uh, she was not happy about <laughs> about what had transpired, about what the road captain... I didn't know the road captain was capable of, of wrecking. I thought I was a top-flight driver. 
I, I feel like a top flight driver. I mean, I was like, I, I anyway, I, I envisioned it and everything. Well, guess what? Didn't work out. She's wet and cold and mad and my vehicle sideways. And everybody that I passed up on the highway, every one of them are yelling and cussing at me saying, that's what you get. You're stupid. That's what you get. Yeah. You know, I'm like, <laughs> and what do you do? And I was, I was mad, you know, like it made me mad that, because I, because I was a road captain and they don't, they don't know to what level of driver that I am. And uh, I'm getting cussed by people I know don't know how to drive like me as as the road captain, and there was nothing I could do. And she was really mad at me, my wife. So uh, yeah, we called the tow truck. She was about to freeze to death, and uh, it's pretty good times. Uh, she she actually didn't talk to me, which is weird. <laughs> which is weird. I don't have a relationship with my wife. You know how people are married. And when they get mad at each other, they just they don't talk for like five days and and all that kind of you know that that kind of crap and they they yell at each other and uh, we don't we don't really do that. That's not a game that we play. So, um, but she didn't talk to me. <laughs> she was mad uh, for the rest of the night. She got over it the next day. But she was yeah oh yeah she was mad for sure. And you know the next day I called the tow truck and it was fine. everything's fine. The vehicle worked. It drove. It just was sideways a little, you know, on its side, the mirror was almost touching. It was enough. It was enough to barely fit out the door, but lucky for me, um, because I saw her get wet. Uh, I, I avoided that. I avoided getting wet. Um, she messed up like that was her fault, uh, for not being careful when she got out. So I was careful when I got out. So I was, I actually wasn't wet. And I remain warm. You're welcome. So today I was uh, I was eating lunch at at the world famous Charlie's Chicken restaurant. Maybe you've heard of it. It's world famous around the world, and uh, <laughs> it's worldwide. So uh, anyway, that's where I was eating, and I don't know what made me think about it. I don't know what I saw. Probably looking at Facebook or TikTok. You know, one of those things that that really uh, educate people in life, and. I saw a baseball card that I know that I have. Now, I don't know if you know anything about baseball cards or football or basketball, and it's fine if you don't. It's not the point of the story. Um, I'm not, like, going into great detail, but I it's a 1986 Topps traded Barry Bonds card, and it said it was worth $10,000, and I, there, there was no way. And it, just be saying that for anybody that hears this, they're like, what? Let me sprint over there and see if I got it. Because you know if you have it. Because um, that particular one was like a special tops traded set. It didn't. It, they didn't make as many as the, the regular sets. Anyway, it doesn't matter, right? So there's this. There's a Tiffany version. You'd have to look that up. I don't even know what it means. It just means they made less of them. So in an era where they overprinted cards, um, there's like a subset within that they made that are special. So I didn't know that. Learned that today. But it was a ten thousand dollar one. Point is, is it caused me to go home because I'm like, do I have do I have the 1986 Tiffany Barry Bonds? You know, I was all fired up for it. Turns out I don't. But but it forced me to look at cards that I that I don't really look at that often. And uh, I pulled out a couple cards. I actually have I have a ten thousand dollar card, not not Barry Bonds. I didn't even know it was worth that much. It's a it's a Stephen Curry, Steph Curry. Yeah, he goes by Steph. Yeah, I got his I got his rookie card and it's worth ten thousand dollars. The one that I have. I I I didn't know that. Is that crazy talk? 
I mean, who? How do you do? Listen, I would encourage you every now and then if you got some old stuff. Oh, by the way, let's side note. I'm not a hoarder. Um, like I'm not. A, you're not gonna walk in my house and be like, "Oh man, you got to get on the show." Like you're not gonna think that at all. But I do keep stuff. Some stuff. I, well, you could almost say it's hoarding. Like you could almost say that because some stuff that I have, um, it just doesn't make any sense to to certain people, right? It does, but but some things, uh, they're cool. Point is, had I not uh, been keeping those for what reason? I don't know. You know, I don't look. I look at them once every year or two. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have learned that. So I would encourage you to. <laughs> channel your inner hoarder you know go look at the stuff you've been hoarding your whole life and uh maybe you have something that's worth something like old newspapers and things like that just to give you a tiny update uh by the way it's just a podcast update it's not like a weekly update i'm still staring at the cops behind this vehicle like they're still there i realize there's some stuff that you got to do as a cop but i don't i this was not the scene of the hit and run, by the way. So I'm not sure what what they're doing. I was a witness to a hit and run before. I was on the passenger seat uh, of the runner. It was 25 years ago. So I feel okay about 25. <laughs> was it 25 that was like 24 years ago and i'm i'm with my friend i don't say his name i'm not gonna say his name uh, i want to but i'm with my buddy uh there uh there in college and uh we're driving we're, <laughs> we're driving to the cafeteria it had just rained you know when it when it rains um and it hasn't rained in a while the asphalt is slick and now, we were kids. We were kids. So, I mean, you can say, oh, you did that when you were 18. You know, the whole cancel culture thing. But uh, I didn't. I wasn't driving. Um, <laughs> so, pulling into the cafeteria slot, we're going, we're going the opposite way of the parking lines, if that makes sense. And so... My friend decides that he's going to do a 90-degree turn, even more than that, because even, wait, more or less, less than that. He's going he's gonna to turn it. And so he was going to pull into a slot into one of those lines right next to a car. Remember, it was sprinkling, and it hadn't rained in a while. So, And he was driving like an idiot to be funny. Like he, he was driving like an idiot to be funny. So he was, like, jerking the wheel, like, real tight moves, like, real tight moves like you would see chris farley do kind of moves like where he's kind of like jerking and that's how he was driving well when he tried to cut it in those lines uh his wheels didn't turn the car didn't turn it just went straight and so even though his his wheels were turned the car was not turning and uh, he t-boned a car pulling into the cafeteria (laughs) there was class going on like it wasn't it wasn't like it was in at nighttime. Uh, but there weren't lots of people at the cafeteria for whatever reason. So he T-bones it. He backs out. And he's like, uh, oh, shoot. And so he pulls up. Was it a hit and run? I don't know. 
you be the judge. So he backs up and uh, he parks like four slots down. It did nothing to the front of his Camaro. I don't know how he he caved in a door and it did nothing to his Camaro. Nothing. And so we walked in the cafeteria at eight. Um, like that was the end of the story. Uh, I don't. The car was gone when we <laughs> when we walked out. I don't know what happened. Look, I didn't do it. Don't blame me. Um, my. Somebody pray for my friend. I I, th- I think he's uh, I think he's a, a better human being these days. But yeah, that happened. Was that a hit and run? I don't think it is. Like we, I mean, it was like a hit and walk off. Mm, did we run? We didn't even run. Like we walked in the cafeteria. It's like a hit and walk off. Now I don't condone it. Now I'm an adult. You can't do that. Can you imagine if somebody did that to me? I'd like I'd be mad. I'd I'd be like, who hit my car and drove off? Um. Uh, would I forgive them based on the, it, well, let's say that happened to me. Would I forgive the people who did that if they were kids? I think I would be forced to. Like, I I, I think that I would have to be forced to. I don't know. And then, you know, but then you'd shape your opinions of that pe- of that person uh, for the rest of their life. The guy, I'd, if, I'd be, if I was 70 and the guy was, uh, you know, if, if that's that age now, sorry for stuttering, but if I was 70 and the guy's like in the future is uh, 55 years old or 50 years old and I'm 70, I'm going to be like, I hate that guy. That guy, he's a loser. He T-boned my car and ran one time. <laughs> you know, like, you have those opinions formed of, of people. Yeah, I think my buddy turned out just fine. I don't think it was a nice move, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's just fine. Snow sledding these days, you know, because it's snowy outside. Um, last time it snowed, I went snow sledding. And uh, and here's what I know as an adult. In my current In my current physical condition, here's what I know about snow sledding as an adult. Do I like to snow sled? Uh, yeah, kind of. Yes, I like to get on the sled and go downward in a fast motion. Uh, but we live in Oklahoma, so, you know, hills can only be so long. It's not like it's mountains. And if you have a snowboard, yeah, that's even fun, too. It's just a fun act to do. Uh, once again, the hills aren't that uh, long, so sledding never lasts more than about five seconds anyway. But I'll tell you what I don't like to do. Even though all that seems fun, I do not. I do not like to walk back up the hill. When you guys were kids, did you ever um, did you ever sled behind a car or a truck? A truck usually on like a car hood or some kind of uh, I don't know wakeboard, some kind of device. Have you guys ever done that? This kind of weather reminds me, but but it's you know sometimes it could be sometimes it could not be good. I remember I was probably, I don't know, 20 years old, 19 maybe, and it snowed where I was at. So I was at my friend's house, and they're like, hey, you know, we should pull each other. Sorry about that. We should pull each other behind a truck. And, uh, you know, we didn't really have anything to sled on. And so I decided, hey, because <laughs> it was snow and icy outside, and it was a gravel road, but off the sides of the gravel road because uh, it, it wasn't, like, freshly graded, but they never – picked up the bigger rocks 
right off of the side of the road. So like whenever whenever they initially dozed it and it would push rocks outward, those big rocks were still there. So what I didn't factor in was whenever they would make a turn. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. I, I think I skipped some steps. We didn't have anything. So I just, we hooked a chain up to the back of the truck and I'm like, all right, just drive and I'll hang on. And that was kind of a good idea. Like it was kind of fun. Uh, but in occasionally you'd hit a rock in the road. So that would hurt because it would like hit your hip bones and <laughs> so, so that would hurt. And if they turned it all and you started to get sideways, oh, you'd get slammed into the rocks on the sides of the road. You know, like your body, your legs, your ankles, man. Uh, so it was fun, but it wasn't fun. Like, I don't know. Am I the only one that I know I'm not the only one that, that did stuff like that. Everybody did. Uh, I was the only one that did anything like that that day. And I guess it was pretty tragic. I don't remember it. Like I remember it, but it was hearing other people tell the story back to me. Like, Hey, remember when you uh, grabbed onto that chain and just, <laughs> and got pulled behind the truck down the road i'm like yes and they're like man you hit that rock and you got hurt real bad <laughs> i don't remember getting hurt real bad uh but i guess i did it sticks out in other people's minds that's funny like you know how many times by the way it lifetimes podcast uh is i know there's kids that listen to the show so i don't go in depth i don't get carried away about any story that uh that may be a little racy for kids. I don't even, I don't even, I just don't go there, but there's thousands of stories that people tell me all the time. They're like, Hey man, you remember when you did that? And for the most part, I do remember uh, all of these things. I don't always remember some of the things I say. Cause the thing about myself is I talk really fast and, uh, and I'm pretty witty, uh, in, in a daily conversation. So even <laughs> me doing this podcast, uh, is real stories and it's natural, but you know, as natural as it can be to talk to yourself, though, I'm talking to you, you know, when I do it, I'm sitting here talking to myself. So there's like nobody to entertain, but I'm pretty witty in conversations. So I don't always remember what I say because it comes off the top of my head. Like I play the guitar and sometimes I'll make up songs and people are like, uh, Hey man, you should you should play that song. Remember that song you played that time? Play it again. Oh, that, the, those songs, if I get on the guitar and I start strumming and it's a song that makes people laugh that I just come up with, that can never be recreated because I don't remember. I can, I can remember what I made the chorus, but I don't remember the, the verses. I don't remember any of that. I have, I have no idea what it is. Uh, what, for instance, what is the Yeah. Hotbox Leah. There's a song I made up called Hotbox Leah. I don't remember the words to Hotbox Leah at all. None. But I remember the I remember the the name of it. I mean, this is a top 40 hit. If Casey Kasem was alive, he would be cutting donuts. Uh <laughs> he'd be cutting donuts in his pants to get over here as fast as he could to sign me, you know, so I, so he could put it on his top 40 show. Uh that's how good it was. It was that, yeah, that good. Yep, so there's that. So I was just thinking this the other day. Look, there are times where I might think something's ridiculous or, you know, or, or whatever. It just depends on, it depends on what you're familiar with in life. If you, if you're familiar with knowing how to do something and you see somebody do it differently than you do, uh, you may have a tendency to be like, that's stupid. Why would they do that? That's dumb. Why would you do it that way? That's ridiculous. 
they don't know what they're doing. Right? I mean, <laughs> all that sounds kind of harsh, uh, especially if somebody doesn't know what it is they're doing. But if that's something that you say in everyday life, if everyday life you say, that's stupid. Those people are stupid. Those people are dumb. If that's something that you say very often in life, you know, at what point do you look in the mirror and maybe it's maybe it's you that's stupid. Maybe it's you that's over the top. Maybe it's you that's ridiculous. Like, at, at what point, when you think everybody that you encounter every day is dumb or stupid, at what point do you decide maybe it's you? I just know people that way. And, um, you know, at what point is it them? You know? And if it's you doing it, at what point is it you? I just think of that. I know those are, look, in my life I've said that a few times. I have about things I think are ridiculous. But, uh, you know, just because, more of an adult brain these days, but just because somebody just does something different than you would, that doesn't mean that that they're idiots or they're dumb. Uh, and as a matter of fact, if you don't, beat them up about whatever their different way of doing things may be. Maybe you'll discover that their way's better if you just open your ears and listen or open your eyes and watch what it is somebody else does that may be different from you. Now, is there a time where you 100% know, like, don't do that. You're going to get hurt. Don't do that. That's that's actually very dumb. Don't do, are there times like that? Yes, of course. I'm just simply saying if that's something that you say every single day of your life, you know, at what point is it you? So That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not bashing. You know? Anyway, side note before I get off here. That was a side note. Uh, yeah, well, love everybody. Put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. And, uh... I'll see you next week.